in a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, the internet's number one D&D 5e play <laughs> podcast. I'm your host and DM, Alex. With me, I have... Uh, Dash's Thrakus. <laughs> <laughs> Bentley Michaels is for Fury Nightmare. Uh, Rhett as Arthur. Caleb as Scory Telbrun. Milo as Bowl. And last we left our adventurers. They had just faced off against a horde, a small horde of Warforged having some sort of spectral apparition power them. Let the adventure begin. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, So, you guys left that encounter in the kind of dead-dying, swampy marsh with the Warforged. Um, You headed along your path towards the west even further and are going towards the Tower of Chaos. We fought somebody last time? Yeah, some more yeah. The hyena carcass hyena and all that. Oh, right. He took the circlet off their head. And then yeah. you guys uh, drew those symbols on me. I had a little... Uh, That's which basically right. imbues you... Imbues the uh, individual with like a spell where they can basically like yeah. detect other... I'm just... I'm behind because I listened to this week's episode, so my, my, my brain is still there. <laughs> if you need gotcha. any refreshers on female hyena anatomy, just let me know. Nope. No one right. does. No, no one ever does. Was pr- no. None everyone, of you guys Everyone that. wrote that down, and so that's all in their notes now, right next <laughs> yeah. to all the very yeah. pertinent information about the campaign. We also, also common, it's, it's also common knowledge in the American education system. Everyone grows up knowing hyena knowledge. So. Hyena, yeah. Yeah. Even though they're not native to... You watched yeah. The Lion King in the seventh grade. It's important yeah. to know. That's why all the hyenas were females, because they're the more aggressive ones. Okay. That's why Whoopi um, Goldberg was one of the hyenas. Okay. okay. Right. All right. So <laughs> we're, we're going to the tower. Um, yeah. And so you guys camp down for the night. You get back up in the morning. Crag takes the reins. Uh, Gallandale keeps watch. You guys are doing your kind of prepared things. You do your rituals in the morning. Um, you're making sure that you keep safe and unseen during parts of your journey. Uh, you try and keep like what, where there's more open spaces. You try and you know disguise the yourselves a bit more with uh, pass without a trace. Um, you guys are doing, you know, you're making good time and you are keeping a light footprint, which is which has been helpful. Still doing um, guidance like every 15 minutes or so on Craig and yep. hanging out with him up on top. The 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 animals uh, are are tended to tended to well because of that. I also kind of want to talk to him a little bit. Yeah. I haven't had any conversations with him. He's just, he's just him. sitting up there. He's just driving the things, watching the scenery. He's, you know, just kind of in, interested and invested in this new area. Well, so, Craig, um, how do you know uh, Thrakis? Is, is this a new relationship? Or did you fight together in the war? Oh, no. <laughs> I guess he never told you how we uh, how we met. I've been hunting the woods around the uh, chateau for a number of years. Uh, a wolf there found me out uh, hunting and offered me at least something like a position to uh, <clears throat> help out. It was serendipity. Serendipity. Kind of under my breath. Well, he's kind of an unusual fellow. I don't know if you noticed. Are you talking to me or him? That was oh, a talk- big word for Wolf. Talking to you, uh, Mr. Craig. Oh, yes. I, I'm i an unusual fellow? I, I, he, he is, Mr. Mr. Wolf, Mr. Wolf is unusual. Yeah, he's he's got some things that I don't fully understand. His... Willingness to so quickly go to anger and break things. Is that something you share in common? Oh, no, no. But I've seen the the kind of rage that 
can overtake someone. Anger, yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> it's something that uh, oh, I, I had a had a cousin that could tap into that. Really, you, know, you could tear down a tree in a matter of minutes with just his muscles. It's it's something it's something of a sight to see. Uh, can can I hear what they're saying? Or yeah, the roll? cart's not very big. Um, most oh. conversations that anyone has around the cart are heard by everyone. Okay, well, I guess I'll I'll just remain silent for the time being. As far as your abilities, um, you seem to have a connection with animals and and things. Is there anything else that could be helpful to the group that you do? Oh, I've just been trying to keep an eye out and keep these horses calm. They uh, are unfamiliar with this territory, so they get a little skittish. But you just gotta you gotta talk to them the right way, and well, they'll get along just fine. Uh, and he kind of looks around, just the wide open desert and dust and rocks, and just kind of says, "There's there's something about this that just doesn't sit right with me." I. I like you said, I, I tend towards the plants and the animals, and you just don't see much of that out here. Yeah, it's definitely called the wastes for a reason we can see, clearly. Mm. Well, I appreciate the talk. Um, you seem like a good man, good shoulders and good heads and whatnot. Thank you. And Thank you. Trying my best. Go ahead and give him guidance again, just like in the regular... Uh, shoulders the regular way I have been guidance. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'll just kind of just tell them a little bit about myself and uh, where I'm from and stuff like that. Just basic overview of me. Yeah. He's just he's, to kind of bond with him a little bit. Yeah. He's interested, but a lot of it kind of goes over his head as far as other places beyond Usama. He's, he's kind of a, a local guy. He's, he, he got to where he is now by being very familiar with the, you know, territory he was in um so he's you, you see him just a little amazed by a lot of things out here but as you guys are uh, headed uh westward uh who wants to give me a d100 roll me go ahead and, and i just want to make it clear that i did a rune pull this morning for riff and it's actually uh a rune of joy so it's a positive reading and uh, so Riff has one luck point for the day. Cool. Add it to my other four luck points I already have. Wait, what? <laughs> I I take it back. 36. 36. It's just what we were looking for. Perfect. I'm not sure what it is. Riff stands on top of the carriage with her hands on her hips, chucks around her neck. <sighs> Yeah, just keeping the party safe. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let me see. Let me pull this up. Ball, you're kind of keeping a watch up top if you're if you're guiding. Um, Crag, there would that be safe to say? Yep. Go ahead and give me a perception check. I mean, I'm also doing that. I know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's gonna be a whole eight. A whole eight. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Ball. Okay. So yeah, you guys are traveling traveling along for a bit. Um, it's it's not quite in the middle of the day yet, uh, where you get on this kind of open section going forward, and this is the first time uh, along the horizon in the distance you see something that might be a large tower. Ooh, it's it's way out there. It's kind of misty just just beyond the hills that go down to it. But this is the largest structure you've seen uh, since the outpost. But it's is a it ways off. Probably doing that, that desert thing like on the horizon where it kind of. Yeah, you've got you definitely got some of that kind of going towards it. This like wide open flat area leading up to it and then a series of hills that go down towards it. Does it feel as though we're getting nearer the coast? Yes. Um. Get somebody, give me a survival check if you want to know that. All right, I will. Actually, I would say, Scory, you looking at the stars the other day, you would know pretty close to where you are. 
you're about dead center of the continent from coast to coast. Oh, that sucks. Okay. So so off to the west is going to so be no. kind of the this channel that uh, goes between um, the next continent over. And then off to the east is the large ocean that if you sail off there, you end up uh, falling off the side of the world. Um, <laughs> so this is a flat haven. Yeah. This is, I mean, it's, very, it's a very flat haven, this portion of it at least. Um, and then you oh. do know that to the south is something called the trench. And there may be water depending on where you're at down there. But you're not sure how far away that would be from here. Um, but as you're traveling along this kind of flat space and, and Rift, this is one of the, one of the like one hour chunks where you, or 10 minute chunks, I forget which it is, um, are casting past without a trace. And you guys are looking along the horizon and you kind of come past a hill and you notice that there's probably two carriages that are just kind of stopped and there's a few people outside of them investigating something. And it's probably about 500 feet away. It's a ways out there and you're kind of safe where you're, where you're sitting, taking the slow pace that you are, but there's two carriages and then people about 500 feet away. Mm. Does it look do like, do? does it look like the group that we encountered right after we left? Oh, the looking ones at it that from... Zephyrus was trying to bully. Yeah, we were L- looking at it from this far away. It appears to be Usama wagons. Um, okay, they've got they've got markings uh, that that aren't they're not from the the military, but merchant marking not merchant markings. Um, from this far away, it's hard to tell, but they have markings on it that would be from Usama itself. Okay, seems like good people to check in with. Fish. Yeah, I'm wondering what they're huddling around for. Maybe we should proceed with caution. Or maybe they're just hanging out. I mean, we are out in the middle of nowhere and got attacked by Warforged, so maybe they just circle in the wagons like you would. Yeah, it'd be a good idea to just see if they're okay. We approach with caution. Maybe good one of them trepidation. got smashed by a floating okay. boulder. Possibly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you guys kind of skirt your way along this small hill that they're up against. <coughs> Sorry. Um, as you get probably about a hundred feet away, you notice one of them kind of breaks from the group and starts to approach as the others, uh, go toward their, toward, toward their carts, kind of meet you about halfway. And is like, howdy there, folks. How are we doing today? Hello there. Raffiri Night Meadow. Shadow Monk of the Age from the Monastery of the Silver Song. What's going Very on here, pal? You. Ah, yes. Uh, we are out here surveying the land for Usama. Seems like we have opened ourselves up a whole swath of fine land. Fine, dusty, craggy, terrible land. Yeah, it's pretty boring <laughs> out here, huh, bud? Yeah, yeah. What uh, brings you lot out here? Oh, you know, just out here kicking butt, taking names, going to see a wharf, a tower of what guy? What's it called? The tower, the chaos. tower of chaos. Yeah, we're going there, oh. and then we're gonna kick butt so there. You're the crew that they got to investigate the tower. Yeah, we're the wolf balls. What's up? The wolf balls. Yeah, <laughs> formidable. Wolf balls. I'm sure. Kind of gives you all a look. You know, making sure he's just noticing everybody. Ah. So, I flourish uh, my chucks and show off and then put them back behind. <laughs> nice. Um, you know, they've sent, oh, probably four dozen soldiers there. Uh-huh. <laughs> None of them have come back. Yeah, but they didn't have... At least have... that's what we've heard. Yeah, but they didn't have, like, Scory and Mr. Zephyrus and Mr. Ball and, 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 and Wolf. No, of no, yeah. All they had was um, armor and weapons and magic and and um, training of the Usama military. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but did they have like uh, a chain 
with like a shoulder joint on it that's like a whip made from a warforge. Probably, do they have chucks? Uh, have you seen this weapon? Look at this. No, and I, I swing it above my head. Don't look at it's it. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that's Mr. Wolf. He'll kick butt. So I see. I see. Yeah, you seem all very formidable. I hope the wastes uh, isn't your last endeavor. And, no way, man. You know, if if needed, if if perhaps you were feeling like this place is a bit too boring, a bit too under your hmm, pedigree, your station, uh-huh. we can always take off any contracts you might have with the Uzuma Kingdom and make sure that we fulfill them so that no. you can go out and yeah, do I'm whatever gonna... it is that you're hoping to accomplish. I'm going to insight these guys see if they're legit part yeah, of Uzuma or check. if they're just, yeah. And Riff is just going to be like, nah, we're pretty, we're pretty awesome. We've never really failed except for when Mr. Zephyrus was sucked into another realm and then we had to go get him. But other than that, like we pretty much kicked everyone's butt, dude. Seven. Seven. <laughs> he seems like he's from Usama, definitely. Uh, <laughs> but hard to read beyond that. He just yeah. seems to be, you know, having a conversation. While he's inciting, I would I would ask the gentleman. I, I'm sorry, I don't think we got your name. Ah, yes. <laughs> I am Casanor. Casanor, that's an interesting yes. name. D- did you Do you have contracts out here? We or... have a number, actually. Uh, we've got about four contracts we have collected, and we are completing them as we can. It's a bit difficult out here. There's all kinds of dangers. But That's... we are well equipped for it. And like I said, if you're in need of unloading you're such a... a contract... Yeah, you're a confident person. I, I don't know if I like that. Well, oh, we, we just noticed please. that you were all kind of circling, circling your wagons over here, so to speak, and... We're just oh, sure we had a bit okay of an accident. Uh, it's fine now. Um, we're cleaning everything up, but... Could we be of any assistance? Oh, no, I don't think so. I think... I think we'll take care of things. Can I Can I do an insight check, please? Yeah. <laughs> uh, one. Yeah. One. Hey. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. You you think that you met this guy at the the outpost? He was probably one of the guys getting contracts. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Casanova, might I have your ear for a moment? See, we have a contract that's going to take us by way of the Tower of Chaos. Now, if you had a contract that might take you in a similar direction or location, perhaps. We could help one another out. We help you with your contract. You help us with ours, vice versa. I mean, if four dozen mighty soldiers of Usama didn't stand a chance at the at the Towers of Chaos, how might little old me and my band of traveling adventures stand? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's dangerous. You have a child with you. This, this whoa, one has a mask whoa, of some whoa. octopus. Uh, that one isn't even wearing much of anything. He's dre- he's that one there is, as far as I know, I an enemy of the people. And perhaps a powerful warren, warrior in type, such as yourself and your band here, might be able to assist us. A quid pro quo. Uh, of course, we are meager financial means, little to offer except our help. Now, you would oh, come to Tower Chaos with us and show us how much more powerful and brave you were uh, over the Usama soldiers, the four dozen or so that you mentioned. Uh, of, perhaps... course, of course, let me let me stop you. If, if... You just wanted to be our front line that gets mowed down. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> That's <wondering>. subtext. <laughs> of course we would pay for such a contract. I would say 400 gold would be a, quite a bit of compensation for such an endeavor. Well, you will be monetarily rewarded for such a thing. Don't worry, don't, please. We can take care of this, and we work much better alone. Oh, Casanova, I'm sure you do work better alone, you see, but we can't let this contract out of our sights, you see. Uh, but, that being said, I'm sure our help ain't worth nothing either. 
You help us secure ours, we help you secure yours. Again, like I said, we work mm. better alone. Well, that's cool. Back, and you, you notice the carts have been been prepared, mm. um, and they're starting to move a little bit towards your Alrighty. guys' direction. Well, Casanova, you have a great afternoon. Unfortunately, we couldn't come to an agreement. Yeah, we uh, won our contract in the tournament, so we'll see you later, I, bud. I Maybe see, we'll... I see. Maybe we'll see you back in Tyrolin when we're just filthy rich from uh, the plunder at the Tower of Chaos. Well, good luck then. Real hopefully, quick, no, we'll... hopefully no accidents befall you. <laughs> before be you, before uh-huh. you go, can I ask uh, who who assigned you the contracts? Who assigned us the assignment taskers? Assigns us the contracts like any mercenaries might. I'm sorry. What the the assignment taskers? Right. You may not know them, but they hand out contracts, jobs to people like us. And can I insight check that? Yeah. Them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would like to too if I can get another one. You will, we'll keep your one going for a little bit. Dang. <laughs> you do. Uh, Fourteen. You're, you're, Fourteen. Um. With what he with with what he's saying, this is all true. Okay. Um, that's you know that that is the assignment taskers are who gives out contracts and they give them out to the people it's that just need them. Being oddly obscure. <laughs> yeah. Well, all contract was given us by Lady Merlin, so I, I feel like we're pretty pretty well equipped to be handling this. If you say so, Wolf Balls. <laughs> I don't like the Good way luck. you said that. And he, I think they're insulting us. Yeah. He wa- walks over to uh, one of the two carts, and they begin heading north. Well, I look to our party, and I say, well, we might be the wolf balls, but they just a big old wolf ass, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that, guy was a, that guy was a dick. Anyway. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Hopefully we never cross paths with him again. He does not become some sort of recurring character whom we have to verbally spar with before whooping his ass in an embarrassing fashion. Agreed. As you as you guys are kind of dissecting what just happened and you see them heading off to the north, um, you do notice where the carts were. There's still some stuff that they had left. Um, looks like they, they didn't load up a couple of broken boxes. It's a bomb! Um, there's a, a wheel there, and then a wheel. Giving it a, a closer inspection, you see two or three large clumps of fabric. Definitely bodies, right? <laughs> you get closer and you notice that there's definitely three bodies just in the sand. But now... I'm no investigator, but if I had to put my guess on this for my veteran party here, uh, those fools just play, well, those people just played us for fools and they murdered these folks and took the contracts uh, like a band of common brigands. Uh, yeah, can I investigate the bodies and see if I can tell like who they might have been or if they have any kind how they of died. identification on them or, yeah, and then like how they died? Yeah, give me an investigation, Jack. I assist. Give me with an my, investigation with advantage. With my oh. sharp investigative eye. Oh, yeah. Uh, 12. <laughs> okay. 12. God damn. Just rocking um, it today. Damn. Yeah, you take a you take a look at the bodies. Uh, you go over. You're looking for specific things. You're pretty familiar with, with people of Usama and how they might identify themselves. Looks like these are hired soldiers, similar to what your, your kind of standing in society would be. Used to be soldiers, and now they take on mercenary work. Um, looking over them, they have no gold on them. They have simple weapons. Uh, it looks like they were killed with, uh, bolts. And, uh, one of them has like a slash, um, bolts? in their gut. Bolts, like crossbow bolts. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Likely uh, ambushed. And, yeah. and you see the blood is, you know, it's pretty wet still. Um, this, this happened recently. Yeah, I think they killed him and took the contracts. Yeah, I'm beginning to think that those people were not with Usama. That uh, they were bad. They were bad, and they took the Usama people's stuff. Okay. Uh, well, do you want? I, I look to Wolf. Wolf, 
Do you want to exact vengeance, or should we carry on? Well, I believe, with my own personal philosophy, that vengeance comes in time with patience and uh, keeping your nose on the righteous path at hand. I think we should carry on towards the tower. If we cross paths with them and we have to cut them down, well, then so be it. That sounds good. They do know that we're going to the Tower of Chaos now, so I wouldn't be surprised at all if we saw them again. Hmm. Yeah, and we should probably watch our our back because they Uh, may travel. Do we have any magics at our disposal to where we travel and leave less... You know, tracks and like hide at night and like then murder them when they try and ambush us and stuff like that. Cause... Yeah, I got you covered. But I've been also, doing it. I've been doing it the whole time. That's oh, thank you, Referee. Uh One other thought on hunting them down and extracting vengeance. Um, I don't know. Like perhaps we do that and then we tell the Lord and Lady of Tierlin that we out there killing brigands. Uh, Why are we folks. extracting vengeance on something that has nothing to do with us? Oh, no. See, we do well, it, and then we leverage it with the lord and the lady, you know, the royalty. There was clearly murders here. And Which I are against the law. I mean, yeah, but we're not okay the law. That. We're not police officers or whatever, so who uh, gives a I shit? Am, I, I do. I am a landed, uh, you know, noble of Tyrannin. And are you, such, We have been given certain responsibilities by land. going into the wastes. Uh, yeah, we're supposed to get the the stuff. We're not here to we're not here to police the land. Well, Man, maybe we take on the extra duties. Still right and wrong. It is my and knowledge that they will most wrong. certainly ambush us later. Yeah, but we, but Mister Ball, uh, like you, also like are holding over aura over somebody who paid you money for it, and your exact words were like, uh, "I don't care that he paid me money for it. It's my aura, so I'll do what I want with it." So it's like morally, where are we at? Who cares? Like, if no, they're not, it's it, not about morals. Who's talking about morals, Raphirian? We ain't taking a moral lesson from a twelve-year-old here. We're talking about leverages over the Lord and Lady. Well, I mean, like, if we have to kick their ass, and we'll kick their ass. Of course, we're the wolf balls. But like, well, I'm just saying, while they're going over yonder hill, perhaps we chase them, and then we strike first. So you want to ambush somebody that hasn't done anything to us? That seems or, to be your 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 M O. Like, let's fuck with people that haven't done anything to us yet. What about well, my, my M O? My M O is they kill three people here. So, what about my idea? Now, I am inclined to kill them when they try to kill us. Sure. However, yes. we are in a lawless land. We can kill them. But I was also making a point. What's that, Mister Wolf? Okay, good. Thank you. I thought I was invisible, even though I'm so much bigger than you. <laughs> All right. What I was saying was simply we carry on our way. Uh-huh. However, knowing that they are prone to ambush people with contracts, they now know we have a contract. So now we know they are going to ambush us. This prior knowledge, like in all art of war, is crucial to getting the jump on your enemy. Uh, we know they are going to ambush us, obviously. So we simply set up a strategy for our future travels that ensures we do not fall victim as these poor souls here. Sure. Yeah, but are they going to mess with a nearly naked, nearly naked uh, Goliath barbarian? I mean, I mean, you are in like a cool schoolgirl outfit. <laughs> right, this is not a schoolgirl outfit. <laughs> I don't know. It was no. a joke from a couple episodes yeah. that like he was dressed like Sailor Moon, basically. Like... I'm, I'm suddenly pe- picturing it, and it's it's perfect. I mean, yeah. he does have a loincloth on. Yeah. This, this is not a schoolgirl outfit. Okay, in my, in my outfit of a warrior. Okay, wherever Rip Bow goes to school, the outfit is. Yeah. No one is going to school like this. You just Look, I'm well, fine. they're long gone now. So right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And and were they going the same way that we were going? Or they're, they're heading north. north. Yeah. Cool. So so we're good. We're going opposite directions. Oh, that's fine. I was just thinking like we could do this and then perhaps trade it in for favors later when we get back. I mean, I'm not against that if it if it comes up, you know, naturally. But like, I don't want to chase after them. Um, especially uh, if they're going the opposite way. The- the the dead people are they wearing very specific clothes 
that's distinct from what we're wearing. They'd be it's different clothing than what you guys are wearing. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, could I? It's, yeah. Could I perhaps take one of their like cloaks if they have one and just drape it over me? Yeah. Kind of maybe make myself look like your average kind of contract guy. And so that way I don't stand out as much. And some of us don't stand out as much. So then if they see us again, they'll just think that, Oh, look, another like contract crew. It's easy pickings. Yeah, no, it's easy enough to grab, grab some of the larger, larger cloaks that they have on um, that are kind of this like light blue, with a little white edging to it. Should um, I cover up my fancy clothes then? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, actually, your fancy clothes might make a might fetch a, a nice target. yes, a nice target. Yes. Good Perhaps point. they fill you with bolts, and then we'll know their position. That's a good point. <laughs> yes. You could just make sure I don't spin around when I get shot by these bolts, because then the you follow the line, you'll right. know where yes. they're from. Yes, we can draw draw the line from the bolts to where they are right so if you do get shot be sure to kind of hold ground well same goes for you though mr wolf you're a bigger target than i right the bolts will bounce off me (laughs) it will be almost impossible to figure out where they came from (laughs) if you do they will fill you up and we'll know exactly where they are because you were small and weak Yes. Uh, uh, Stroma says he gave me some new feathers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, what, yeah. are you guys, what are you guys doing? We're, we're right. just going to continue to the Tower of Chaos. Uh, okay. whoever and, wants and I'll, to of course, himself. cast past without a trace. So, like, we kind of disappear from their shit. Yeah. Like, if, if and they're. So and how many times a day can you do it? Because I know we've been doing it just sporadically. If you're wanting to specifically do it now, we'll kind of count up it's the a, spell slots uh, um... that you use. Let me look at my character sheet, but it's a. Uh, I haven't. It's a level something spell, of a thing. Let's see here. Uh, level one spell. I can do it uh twice a day. Twice a day. Okay. So yeah, you did it. You did it kind of as you were approaching here, and you're gonna do it again just to maintain it, so that they, if they were trying to track you, you're trying to be hidden. Um, the next. Is it is an hour on there? Yeah, an hour. So yeah, for the next hour, you're gonna you know keep your tracks hidden. You're gonna keep yourself. Um, we basically disappear. They can't see us or anything like that. So yeah. So yeah, you guys start making your way, and for the next hour, um, actually for the next hour, let's have everyone roll a stealth check. Ooh. Well, and also perhaps I ask. A- also, everyone has a plus ten to their stealth checks now. Yeah. Oh, hizzle to the easel. Nice. Oh, God, I rolled oh. so bad. <laughs> I got a 29. 29? Oh, I forgot I have a good dex mod, though. I got a, I got a uh, 27. 27? Uh, I guess I rolled an 18 with that. That's not that bad. 18? Oh, so okay. 27. Yeah. Thanks. 27, ben. Okay. And that's with disadvantage, so, you know. Also, we use nice. my clothes as bait, right? But maybe instead of me wearing them, we put them on like a scarecrow and like march them out front or something. Or do you have a square square quill? <laughs> you got a square quill over there? I don't know. Like, you got maybe, a square quill, Andy? Maybe we can make one though, or something, you know? Like, or just mount them, can... put them up on like the... On like the horsey up front or something, you know? Yeah, I can work on I'm that. S- I'm sorry, did you just say horsey? Um, <laughs> do you refer to horses as horsey? Well, Before we go any further, we have to assess. Yeah. <laughs> Just then we're ambushed. <laughs> Zephyrus is like, oh no, my horsies. Uh, this motherfucker calls him horsey. Get him. <laughs> this is an uh, affront to the furry community. I, I could definitely build something like that, though. Well, I'm just thinking, like, you know, I like wearing these oh, fancy good clothes. Idea. All right. Cool. Try, Thank try, you. Try and, yeah, we'll try and, uh, you know, distract them a little. Also, Wait, for like what, the next hour, no one's going to be able to see us. Riff actually tells that to the group. I was like, I cast a spell so like no one can find us for like an hour, basically. I think maybe we'll do it like after we get to camp or whatever. I'll change. Yeah. And I got 14. 14. Okay. Um, so yeah, you and Crag were the, the lowest. Uh, Thanks. Gallandale, for a while, you guys, guys just can't see. They got a uh, like 37 stealth check. Holy mother of Lord. Of the, yeah. Of Lord Court. Um, so you guys uh, head out for the hour, um, still maintaining a, a straight kind of shot towards the tower you see in the distance. Yeah, yeah. 
Eye on the uh, prize, baby. So, you guys head out. You keep an eye for things. Nothing, nothing following you, it seems. And you get to a point kind of towards the end of the day where the tower is, you're kind of starting to hit the hills that lead down into where this tower is. Um, you kind of left the more sandy desert area. The hills have got some small dead kind of trees that come out and have like a million small little branches off of it. Uh, dried leaves kind of stick to them. Um, some tumbleweeds and stuff kind of fall into the uh, hills a bit. Uh, do you guys want to keep make camp now or do you want to keep going? It's starting to get dusk. I, th- I think we should make camp and see if they ambush us. Agreed. Okay. So we're yeah. going to set a trap. I like the sound of this. Yeah, with my yeah, fancy like old clothes over there. Like yeah. Vampire old clothes. Start gathering some of these uh, small sticks and whatnot. And I, I like the scarecrow all I do. We'll build a couple of places out there. Uh, I would like to stick one of my javelins into the ground and drape my cloak over it. Easy enough. So, like from the outside purview, it it from a distance it might look like someone. And then I would like to uh, go out into the darkness <clears throat> of the night, away from the camp, and just like lie in wait. <laughs> uh, Riff will also cast uh, within a twenty foot area around the camp uh, uh, alarm. Alarm. Okay. So, like you know, if anybody so if that isn't part of our within... Is it yeah. part of our group gets close or whatever? Uh, we'll at least have like Riff will at least be able to hopefully kind of be like they're right on top of us, but you know, it's yeah, better or nothing. Yeah. If anything kind of comes in, that's not you guys. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to go ahead and like weave nice baskets for heads and stuff, and, you know, really make it look good. Like these scarecrows. Dig it. Okay. And you're gathering. You're using um, the sticks from the, all the tumbleweeds in the area. Okay, <laughs> give me a give me a survival check to see if you can gather much. It might take a bit. There's not a lot living out here. Uh, that's going to be thirteen. Thirteen. You gather enough to make probably one really good looking one, or probably two okay oh, ones. The really good one. Okay. <laughs> this one's got a nose and like eyes. Um, you, it, one of the hands has fingers. The other is just kind of off. Um, you spend like thirty minutes putting this thing together. <laughs> you have. And then and we put my clothes on it. Out near mm-hmm. the uh, one that's got kind of the javelin on there. Yeah, and it's wearing okay. fancy vampire lord clothes. Yeah, Black it's like leathers, standing watch. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep and, and like wherever okay. wherever they they place that um you know, they place their dummy that that's where I'll kind of like put the perimeter of my alarm spell or whatever. Yeah, how far how far away from kind of the camp are you putting these things up? Uh you know, pretty close. Uh kind of the distance a normal person would be if they were okay. just keeping watch on the camp and stuff. So Okay. So yeah, you can kind of have just out of the perimeter of firelight. Perfect. <laughs> I will uh I will obviously, like, you know, talk with uh, Ball and Zephyrus and, and, you know, kind of tell them that I'm able to cast this. So, like, hopefully we kind of work it out as a team. Yeah. Noise. Um, as things are settling down and everybody's done with craft time, uh, I would offer up my the head that I'm carrying for the top of the scarecrow. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the head on the javelin there. Yeah, the head of the the Usma soldier that yeah. we took. You guys are so weird. Yeah. I just, I don't. He just wants to make so, you. So, so, so I'm on top of my uh, my my javelin. Yeah. So and then I'll drape my cloak over it. Yeah. So, so I would say if if you guys are okay with it, I still have this head and I pull out of my sack. And he's just like, yeah. This <laughs> everyone's immediately like, Ugh, right? Oh, <laughs> we keep this guy around. Um, you're so weird. <laughs> Um, and I would put it up, but after I get it all situated, after everybody's kind of chilling out, um, I would go ahead and start casting the ritual for speak with dead. Okay. 
So you guys are settling in for the day. You've got your little dummy set up. You've got your alarm spell set. Um, Gallandale keeps watch kind of on top of the cart. Uh, Crag is, he's the one kind of setting up the camp. He's got getting, he, he goes off and grabs some enough wood for the night to, to make a fire. Um, but he makes it a small fire as you guys are kind of on edge. Um, just enough to to get you to to kind of sleep in and then have embers after that. Um, you sit with the the head on the scarecrow <laughs> and cast speak with dead. Yeah. And uh, can we all listen? And I, yeah, I would yeah. say anybody anybody who's awake is willing to is absolutely welcome to participate with me if they have specific questions or anything. Yeah. Uh, basically, I'm going to commune and I I can relay whatever you guys want me to relay I'm and just, vice versa. I'm kind of just morbid curiosity has Arthur watching while puffing on his dragon smoke pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone that's, that's standing around, you all see the final incantation and Mark put on the skull by Scory and nothing happens for a second. And then it kind of blinks and moves its <laughs> eyes God. and its jaw just kind of, <laughs> flies back up because it's kind of slacked a bit and it opens its eyes and it's just uh, hello <laughs> and kind of the it, the bit of magic even animates the scarecrow a bit cool um so you see it just kind of moving in the wind just kind of curious as to what's going on but looks specifically to you scory as the, yeah. the one who's cast this um i i turn to uh, who is with me Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. I guess just being ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um, Riff went to bed. Okay. Uh, After she did her alarm spell, she's like, "And done." Oh, and I don't have extra clothes, so like I'm just like hanging out in my like short my short clothes. Okay. Um, <laughs> Your 1920s swimsuit. <laughs> I turn to you guys and say, "Now, just so you know, this could be a little unsettling, uh, but it's totally normal. This is." Well, normal for me. This is how it goes. Um, I have about five questions, so we need to make this. We need to be ju- judicious about this, okay? Who's your daddy, and what does he do? Yeah, <laughs> that was two questions. Is he rich like me? <laughs> yeah, crap. Those three. You guys quit saying shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, in my mind, it would be important to know who he was and why he was out here, and then what happened to him. Yeah. Those are. And if he has any secrets, he likes to share. Yeah. Uh, hello, hello, sir. Uh, I wish to honor you. Can you give us your name and rank and where you come from? Is that just one question or is that three? That sounds very much like three questions. <laughs> okay. Your name. Uh, I I was, uh, I was Garth. Excellent. He was Garth. I shall refer to you as Garth and Garth. Mm. What brought you out to the wastes? Orders had us out cleaning up the battlefields of Warforged. We'd gotten through about four groups. Amazing. Four groups. That's uh, what was it about this last group that made you to uh, come to this state? We we were getting lazy. They all went down so easy. One of the younger guys thought he could take him by by himself, but they got weird. Like a hyena. We saw that too. Um, Arthur, Ball, I don't want to waste these last two questions. What do you think? Well, the right thing to do would be to find out who should know that he's like this now. Oh, Hmm. wow. Mr. Ball, that is a rather profound question. Also, ask him if he has any secrets uh, that perhaps he wants to pass on. 
I don't know, bear of gold, secrets about the waste, long lost love of something that I don't know oh. what. Yes, yeah, okay. me. All right. No. Yeah. It. I'm, yeah. A long you're right. lost I should have known. I gave my clothes to a scarecrow. You think I'm full of. I know. He's Garth is wearing them right now. Have a little respect. No, it's on the scarecrow. A different scarecrow. This is a javelin with a head on it. My clothes are on a scarecrow made out of sagebrush and love. (laughs) And tenderness. Garth, I know our time is short with you, so um, I don't want to disrespect you. Um, Is there any any sort of tip that you can provide uh, so we can, so we can avenge your death with the war forged. Get my head off this javelin. (laughs) It hurts. (laughs) For instance, for instance, how those war forged were able to come by the hyena spirit, which we also battled. He's Sorry, if you could ball. rephrase that question or re ask that question. Hmm. <laughs> He's a simple head on a spike. I didn't follow <laughs> it completely. Also, uh, what a milking question, too. <laughs> yeah, you only get five. You got to make it count. Um, yeah, there's a lot of ellipses in that fucking question. <laughs> uh, uh, how? Oof. Should we should we encounter war? Hey, should we encounter war forged again? How can we ensure that we don't meet your fate? God, that is a waste of a question. Wait, fucking Caleb's response. Wait, wait, wait. There's a second part to one. That'll be a second question. No, you asked a question. That is the question. That is the question. It's one A. Yeah. Uh, Garth, Garth kind of looks over at you and looks you over and he's just uh, I'd use a, a long heavy crossbow from far away blast them before they can get to you don't underestimate them there's more going on than we thought hmm. And now just make sure he know ask him who he ought to tell about his own yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I, mean, I got it. Wasted my question like a son of a bitch, but <laughs> you wanted to know where buried gold was. I said tell us your secrets. You... <laughs> now just specifically respect. you mentioned buried gold. Do the re... I gave you tell an example. Where so your you... buried gold is. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I come from buried gold. <laughs> I'm sorry I, where I come from. Everyone's bearing gold left and right. Yeah, here in the waste, you ain't going to be carrying freaking boxes of gold. You're going to bury them and come back for them. You're right. That's Don't sensible. ask him that That's now. That's a solid question. You're right. Don't ask him that now. Do the, do the so my friend wants to know. Ask him. No. We ought to tell about yeah, his yeah, yeah. family death. So uh, I, I thank you for your service to Usama. And I thank you for taking the time to speak with me. And I want to let you rest in peace. Uh, in order to do that, who should I tell that you have passed so that we can honor your memory? Uh, Colin, where's your very goal? <laughs> do they know where it is? Yeah. We're going to get a name and we're going to ask them. Thank you. There's a family account. <clears throat> I've got a brother, uh, Brooks. Garth and, uh, Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it would take longer to catch on. Yeah, I love it's it. A good dude. name. It's a good brother name, Brooks. <laughs> I've got a brother, uh, Brooks, in Timber Edge. He should. He should know what happened. Oh fuck. He runs a couple of businesses out there. Is and Timber then, Ridge the place that uh, they had a lot of conflict over? Oh, shit. There was a lot of conflict between Usama and the the mages. The mages wanted to keep control on it, but the Timber but Timber Ridge wanted to trade with Usama. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Cool. Yeah. Um, but then you see the kind of 
magic that has been animating the scarecrow kind of falls and the head just kind of slips and tilts down a bit and just kind of rests there for a bit. Mm. Garth's last words. Mr. Selbrun, just so we're clear, I wasn't being insensitive. It's just where I come from, people have secrets that they like to impart on their death so that they secrets don't go to the grave, right? Remember when I was dead? I would have told you all my secrets. I'm living. You don't have to apologize to me. The poor guy <laughs> that just died again. Yeah, yeah somehow that was survive what... against Warforge, which we already done did. I asked... Like, you're like, hey, how would you do what we already did? You're dead. I basically was asking him for what mistakes did he make that we could avoid. Well, mm-hmm. I'll tell you oh. mistake number one. <laughs> we, we did Not bury burying his treasure. Gold. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Thrax. <laughs> it's just me and Mr. <laughs> You bitch, Mr. Wolf. Lay your head back down on that. Pillow. He said that in his sleep. You shut down, Mr. Wolf. I'm laying God down by Mr. Wolf yeah, asleep. Just from the other side of the fire, Mr. Wolf laid down. Where's his fucking treasure? Well, Scory, I wanna I wanna say thank you for letting me be a part of that. It was it was enlightening, uh, a little weird, but it was interesting. I, I appreciate you uh, and your, your gifts. I'm glad that you could <laughs> could see it and respect it for what it is. Unlike our Unlike friend one. Arthur who sees it as a gold grab. Okay. God's sake, <laughs> if you understand in a context, you wouldn't understand what I was saying. I'm sorry I explained my question to you. <sighs> I thought you were smarter than that. But whatever. Oh my it's God. Fine. It's fine. Okay. <sighs> When you die, we're going to resurrect your corpse and get all your secrets. While he's still talking, <laughs> I walk and go to my bedroll and okay. start to lay down. Oh. Lay down for that. Lay, okay. Lay your ass down. He's still talking. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. He's he just he's talking, talking to shit as you walk away. No, I'm talking to you because you put the dead head back in your thing to show some respect. <laughs> Not all right. <laughs> All right, we we all go to our respective beds and lie in wait. You all head to bed. Are you setting up some kind of watch uh, during the night um, to keep an eye on anything? Yondil uh, and Crag will get half of it, um, so it's kind of four hours that you guys would need to make up. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll take the other four hours, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go away from the camp and keep watch. Okay, uh, go ahead and give me a stealth check and a perception check. I okay. To tell moot. Uh, <laughs> uh, work, so, <laughs> and my alarm spell lasts for eight hours, so the whole mm-hmm. time that we go to sleep. Yeah. My my stealth was a natural one, so a three. Um, nice. But my perception was a twenty-three. Okay. Um, so yeah, you you find a, a spot. Um, out and you kind of get on top of like a couple of boulders um, just so you can get a good eye line whoa of whoa 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 stop right there boulders whoa. yeah uh, there's lots of boulders everywhere oh here we go <laughs> okay. none of them They're are not... floating don't worry <laughs> um, it's not a boulder it's a rock, it's a rock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you get on top of the boulders to give yourself a good eye line but you can be seen from a, you know any direction because of this um, but means you uh, can can see quite well um during your your watch uh you notice clouds go by you notice the wind whip up um 23 oh man you notice a lizard approach the camp it's a little like one foot long red lizard okay I and take gets, note of that. It gets kind of close to the camp and just kind of sits there, and it actually triggers your alarm, Riff. Oh. You kind of wake up, and you look around, and it's right next to you. You see kind of a red lizard just walk just this side of the thing, and it's kind of like <clears throat> getting close to the fire uh, for warmth. All right. Um, 
Riff's going to take notice of it and then just kind of watch it for a little bit. Just because, I mean, it did trigger the alarm. But then yeah. again, she's also like, that's a lizard. Uh, and it, like, yeah, it, a creature that enters into it would trigger it. Yeah. So she's going to sort of like take notice of it. And because, I mean, the yeah, the, the spell goes off in her head, essentially, and it wakes her right. up. And then she's going to be just kind of like staring at it. Looking at it, stares at you, <clears throat> licks its lips, goes, but, and it's just like warming its belly by the fire, essentially. Yeah, it just gets next to the fire and it's just trying to keep warm. Um, I mean, she doesn't know probably anything about lizards, but <clears throat> she'll reach into her bag and like kind of like uh, break off a piece of that bread and like throw it at the uh, you know throw it at the lizard like in front of it it kind of like jumps back really quick as something gets thrown at it mm-hmm. and then and then looks at it and kind of approaches and she's gonna be like yeah come on eat. and she like, pointing to it like eat it you know type of thing kind of licks it and then just goes to the fire again you don't know much about lizards but yeah they apparently aren't interested in bread yeah. probably bugs yeah well she, uh, you know, she, she like basically when she sleeps, she puts her backpack like on her front. So it like attaches to her that way and she can kind of like hug it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so she kind of like lays on her side and is holding her bag and just kind of watches the lizard by the fire before she's going to end up dozing off. That's really quite endearing. Like that's really cute. <laughs> oh yeah, and you see, you see, just the lizard just kind of watches you the whole night. Um, just, just interested in in the in the know. eight eyeballs on my backpack. Look back at the lizard. <laughs> hell yeah! Hell yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, but uh, Crag and then Gal uh, Gallandale relieve you of your uh, watch, Wolf, and they take theirs. And in the morning, they say they didn't see anything. The night went well. Where's the lizard? Just kind of by the fire still. It's still kind of early morning. It's still kind of cold <sighs> out. Um, the nights get pretty darn cold. Uh, the days, you know, heat quite up, heat up. So, you know, you, you, you all dress kind of accordingly as, as best you can. Yeah, I'll put my uh, my long cloak or whatever sort of like back in. And now I'm just sort of dressed like my normal monk with my... Uh, with my bird hood on and uh, I'll just sort of eat some breakfast and, uh, or my bread that I have. And, you know, as the, as the sun jug. comes up, go ahead and prepare jug. my jug with the uh, wine and give it to Zephyrus. Cause I know he likes that. Arthur now. The morning it's wake Arthur. up. Arthur, whatever. It's hard. <laughs> Given our uh, recent encounter, um, as I'm doing my morning ritual, I would also wear my mask and just kind of scan the horizon to see if, there's any sort of mm-hmm. illusion or something like that, maybe preventing us from seeing yeah. our our murderers. Yeah, out to about thirty feet, uh, you don't see any odd magic <clears throat> illusion or necromancy. Okay, and uh, I would um, the the morning ritual is based on Arthur, um, just because he was kind of stuck in my mind. Uh, I didn't realize how greedy he was. Not greedy. And, and so you it bothered me. that whole situation. I'm just kidding. I'm just giving you a hard time. Anyway, uh, you got a favorable reading as well. Of it's, course I did, because I'm not greedy. Okay, I give it to Ball. I'm no, just it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll take it. It's yeah. all mine. <laughs> too late. Give it to me. No take backs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is a, a harvest and fertile season. Not greedy, um, and uh, it's a rune of beneficial <laughs> outcomes. So you now have a luck point for the day. All right, you guys prepare the wagon. You get on, get on top, and you start heading towards the tower. Um, it's a little slower going because of these hills that you have to traverse. You have to kind of go back and forth to get the right footing on it. Crag um, is going to go ahead and make a survival check to try and find their way there. Guidance. They get a 17 with the guidance. Wow. So not bad. Um, and so you're making your way kind of through these hills. 
it looks like it's probably the tower's probably like two hours away. Nice. And as you kind of get to that that one hour mark, the tower seems like it's still that far away. Son but now you're kind of like on a different side. And then you travel a different direction, and after about four hours, Crag is frustrated. He I... he knows he's going the right way, but but something is causing like these hills. Whenever you pass by them, it just shows up. This tower shows up in a new place. Does, does my mask? Does looking through my mask tell me anything? Uh, y'all you don't notice we... any illusion? No illusion. Anything. Yeah, no. Y'all remember? Perhaps we had not within approach. thirty feet. We had to approach the Tower of Chaos from a specific direction. Yeah. We had to like head east and go north and then down go up east. left right. Yeah, so yeah, it was like a Konami code or something so rather. I'm certain it's in my notes. Uh, perhaps I'll find it between episodes yeah, here. Too. Uh if somebody else wants to take the reins and give me a survival check to see if they can I'll do it. Okay. Uh, 16. Oh, yeah, yeah. 16? Yeah. Uh, after about an hour, you end up in the same kind of position Crag has. You know you're going the right direction. You see where it is, you make the path, you follow it, and you end up somewhere you shouldn't. Hmm. Uh, can, can I take the reins and take a crack at it? Give me a crack. I can tell you, too, what the directions are. Uh, oh, yes. yes. Tell me what the directions are. I didn't so write it down. So. I I suddenly remembered Arthur, Arthur remembers um, that they told us back at the um, base. I don't remember if it was Commander Urgot or whatever, but that uh, we should come at it from the west, then the east, then the north, or essentially, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so you kind of you pass that information along to Wolf, and Wolf, okay. you, using that, um, go ahead and give me a survival check with disadvantage. Give them guidance. Actually, now that we're like kind of in a confused state and stuff, um, I'll go ahead and cast uh, Enhance Ability. Um, what does that mean? Uh, you get advantage for the check, so it's just going to be a straight roll instead. Okay. So, yeah, it'll be a straight Plus roll. Plus guidance. Someone else wants to do guidance, they can't. I will. Yeah. Okay. So now I get advantage? Uh, no, a D4. Four. An extra D4 on top of it. Oh, okay. Roll. Regular, yeah, regular roll okay. D4. Okay. I also get it. So. 19. 19. Very good. Yes. You follow the directions. Um that, that still was lost. yeah, uh, <laughs> Commander Commander uh, Urgot kind of gave out. And remembering back on it, they weren't quite sure what the directions were. They had just heard it from the scouts. Damn it! Um, and you know, kind of taking that that into account to the magics that are, are are helping you and guide you, you know the right path. You know that if you take this little valley. And if you hook around, you will be there. And you guys make that path and you get up to the top of the hill and the tower's behind you now. And it kind of hits you guys that definitely something weird is going on. Confusing at all. Enough of you have done this that you know that the right path apparently is not the right path and takes you away from the tower. The tower does not want to be found. So now we gotta go back and take the wrong path. Or we could try coming at it from the exact opposite way. Come at it from the east and the west and the south? Perhaps. Do you guys think it matters which direction we are facing? Not necessarily orientation to the tower. Perhaps we just walk at it with our backs turned. Yeah, Arthur, give me a survival check. And, and you have, it, remember, you have a luck point. And since if you're you, trying to do this backwards, go ahead and do it at disadvantage. Can I use my luck and just make it regular? Or? You can if you want to. 
Well, but it seems like you're trying to go the wrong direction. Fucking all right, I'll just roll yeah, it. That's I'll what I was thinking. It. What if we just go away from it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's behind us. I won't spend. I'll just. I'll just roll. Um, a nine. A nine. Uh. You you kind of take the reins over and you're like no we're gonna go this way it's definitely if if we if that was the right way and we backtrack here and Crag is upset because he knows it's not gonna take you there the the land does not make sense that way and he's he's kind of like telling the horses not to go and you you kind of convince him otherwise and as you guys finish your argument 15 minutes later you are sitting on the plateau that has this tower on it. And it stretches up probably a hundred feet up. It's like 80, a hundred feet across with this massive door on the front. And it is the Tower of Chaos. So did we have to roll bad? You had to roll under a 10. <laughs> you see, Mr. Here. Craig, when it comes to navigating the beautified regular land. No, no, this doesn't make sense. These hills, that hill wasn't there. We've been on that hill three times. That's 100% true. When it comes to navigating the bullshit magical landscape, I'm your man. You see, I, just don't worry about it, all right? I don't like magic. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Trust me. I it's bullshit. <laughs> I agree. It is bullshit. I, I love how Arthur, Arthur agrees. <laughs> And Crag starts kind of getting the carriage and, and tying it up to this big, this large boulder um, that is stationary on the ground, and and you know just kind of setting the carriage up o- over there and makes makes a little uh, camp kind of hidden away from everything. Uh, but that is where we're going to leave it for today's episode as we enter into the Tower of Chaos Hell next yeah. episode. Uh, with me tonight, I have had. Dash is Thrakus. Bentley Michaels is Raphirian Night Meadow. Red is Arthur Magnus. Caleb is Scory Telbrun. And Milo is Bull. Uh, thank you guys for joining us around a proverbial podcast table. Grab your swords and keep on adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.